This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 653. See, so we're going to do something a little different today. We are. I'm pretty excited. We're going to do, you, do you remember when you were, I don't know, maybe you still get them. Do you remember as a kid getting the penny saver? Yeah. Thrown yeah, at your yard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny saver? Penny shopper? Sa- the shop. I remember when I bought my first house and like you get the penny saver whether you want it or not. Yeah. And so every day or whatever showed up, I don't know if it was weekly or daily, I don't remember anymore. They would throw the penny saver at you. And I would go out and throw it in the garbage. Like, it, <laughs> like, it was like this, like, it was a daily thing, thing right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, so every day you go out and, like, I sort my mail outside at the recycling bin. I just, I don't even bring junk mail into my Smart. house. I just Smart. throw it right in the recycling Smart. bin. And so I have this habit where I would go out and, you know, and, like, it's my first house. So I kind of, like, love this house. And, you know, I'm trying. And every day there's a soggy, shitty, I didn't want it yeah. sitting under mm-hmm. the snow trash paper. Sure. Sitting in my front. And so at one point I called and the penny saver, I like looked him up and I called him on the number and I'm like, Hey, I don't want you to throw things at me anymore. <laughs> Please don't do this. Like, yeah. can we, and they're can just like, it? they're just like, we just give it to everybody and it's free. And I was like, I don't want you throwing things at my house anymore. It's a really weird thing. It is super weird. It's not a thing you wanted. It, well, like, can I, is there anything else I can, can I just drive yeah. around throwing dead squirrels you know, at your house? Here's the thing. Like, you take your old couch and you throw it off on the side of the road. That's dumping. Now you're the bad guy. Now that's dumping. But you if it's the penny saver... you need to take a dump on the penny saver. There you go. And that's dumping. I wanted to throw it back at him. <laughs> but I'm not mad at the driver. He's just doing a job. Like, what you need to do is you need put to put me on the do not throw it, light list. it on fire and yes. set it right outside of their door. That's how you, get, you, that's how you get rid yeah. of it. Yeah, so uh, speaking of which, this penny saver thing. That was my, that was my lead. Did you like it? Great. It was great. I thought you'd like that. This last week, I'm getting out of my car and thrown on my driveway, upside down, kind of half in the ditch, is a plastic wrapped newspaper. And this newspaper is called the Kane County Reporter. This loose paper doesn't exist, okay? It does kind of exist. It kind of exists. I can see it but it is not a real newspaper, okay? <laughs> and we're going to go over it with great detail tonight how this paper and many papers like it are making their way across Illinois mm-hmm. in a scam to get people to believe in, essentially, I mean, and I'm going to use the term fake news. Yeah. I mean, this is essentially fake news. It, dude, it, it is right-wing disinformation. I thought about this. So when, when Cecil, Cecil and I were talking about this episode and what we we're going to do, it being a little bit different, and he, he sent me the paper and I was thinking like, 
Who is the audience? Then I thought, oh, this is how you get disinformation to people who aren't on the internet. It's boomers. Yeah. This is boomers. Do you think if this was tossed on like a 35-year-old's lawn, they would even pay attention? No, they would do exactly would like I do. They would throw yeah. it out. But it never this, makes it inside. But if but this is for boomers. So if yep. this if this gets thrown on a 70-year-old, suddenly it has it has yes. all the markings of it appearing like a real paper. Yep. It looks like a real paper. It feels like a real paper. It's got all the things in the right spot, the dates yep. and all that yep. stuff yep. that you would normally the see on trappings. a real paper. Here's what it doesn't have. Yeah. A single ad in the entire paper. Right. There isn't a single ad so, yeah, at thank all you. Thank inside you. this paper. There's also no cost to this paper. Yep. So you know what happens if they print something false they don't lose subscribers because there's no subscribers. And they don't lose advertisers because yep. there's no advertisers. This is made specifically to get people to believe something yep. with political dollars, period. Do you remember a little book? Did you read a book, Cecil, called uh, The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit? Ah, you know, I heard about Did that Did you book. read this book? Excellent authors. Oh, terrific Amazing book. authors. You Amazing know, authors. Not Coincidentally, you can buy a copy of that book, uh, The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit, available also on audio yeah. uh, from our website. From our website. But one of the things that they advise, and I agree with because I think it was me, maybe, or you, and I tend to agree with us, is look at the revenue model for the news that you consume. What's the revenue model? If there there is no discernible revenue There's model. There's not a single ad in this whole paper. Right. Not a single one. Right. You know, when I read the New York so Times- Toyota can't pull their funding, right. man. Yep, yep. Nobody, so who's bankrolling this? Somebody paid a guy, mm -hmm. like nobody drove around out of the kindness of their heart to huck garbage at people's houses in the hopes that a boomer might not trip on it and read it, right? This is disinformation the for the septuagenarian. What's set. in the penny saver? It's ads. all ads. It's all, all ads. ads. It's literally all ads. Yep. There's a revenue model. This has no revenue model. Which There's means, nothing in here. Yep, which means some dark money is bankrolling this. Exactly, That's, exactly right. So immediately, nothing. take it and throw it away. Yeah, there's nothing in here. Right. But here's the thing, Tom, and I want to I want to yep. stress this. This is the Kane County Reporter. I moved from Chicago last year to Kane County, which is about 40 miles outside of Chicago, straight west, right? So I live in Kane County. Now, I'm going to show you what else this is. This, <laughs> I love this. I, Can we'll I read this? The, we're going to get to this in a second, but I want to show you what else is the, this paper is. These are essentially the exact same papers. Yeah. Okay. So if you're listening, yeah. this website is, is a list of the publications. So when you go to the website that's printed at the top of the paper, it yeah. redirects you over to their, their, their main site. And their main site basically lists all the major counties within Illinois. Yeah. Cook County is broken down four ways. Sure. It's a big county. Yeah. And then there's these trash papers that are linkable on all, each of they're these. They're all the same paper. Yep. So if you click, if I click on, let's say I click on the DuPage Policy Journal. So yep. DuPage is a county. It's just a little bit uh, east of us here. So I'm going to click on the DuPage County Policy or the DuPage Policy Journal. I'm going to open it up. And, and if you look at this, if you're looking at this on YouTube, you could see what it looks like. But it essentially looks like, it looks like a pretty simple WordPress looking very simple sort of news, news site, site yeah. right? It's got a very simple. Now there's there. I, I don't see any ads again on this at all. There's not a single ad that nope. popped up, and I, I don't have ad blocker on right now. 
this computer doesn't have ad blocker on it. So we, we Just, get ads right. all the time. Yep. There's not a single ad, not even a pop-up on this. When you go to, when you used to go to Patheos, it would have pop-ups. an ad, pop-ups like crazy. Yep. None of and that. And there's no, here's the other thing. It's not behind a paywall and they're not asking for a donation. And how do they exist? And here's the other thing. I go to the next one over, DeKalb Times. Now DeKalb yep. is to the west of us. So yep. this is the, the city to the east of us, the city to the west of us. How different does the DeKalb Times look to the did pay, do pay It's all the other. same shit. It literally looks exactly the yep. same. It's I the mean, same it's, font. It's the same website. Yep. They just changed the headers. Yep. And then the, many of the same stories. If you look here, it's the same stories yep. that exactly. are listed. Yep. If you look, all the all the icons look exactly the same because it's the same fucking paper. And they're they just reskinning it, it, man. They did it all across all across our area here in in uh, Illinois, and it's not just our area. It's it's all across the state. They've created these fake newspapers. And they, this has been a problem, right? So people see these fake newspapers and then they start to read them and they're like, oh my God. And when you read this and we are going to read stories out of this this week, because it's very important to talk about each one of these stories yep. and talk about the misinformation that's in here. But when you read these stories, these are hyperbolic, crazy sort of stories. And the first thing is on top. So this didn't come, this piece here can't, didn't come by itself. This paper didn't, this paper came with two inserts. Okay, and we're going to show you what these inserts are. I'm going to put them on the screen for people, but we're going to read them aloud and we're going to talk about them. So if you're listening to the show, you don't necessarily have to see them. Tom is going to describe what he sees here, but we're going to read the first piece aloud. Now, this is the first thing. This is on top when you open the, you don't even see the paper yet. You this literally is, don't even see the paper yet. The paper's hidden underneath this big giant, You like what looks like it's going to be like, it's going to say peligro on I, it. I was going to say, yeah. this, this it's, it's, it's a big yellow box with black lettering, all caps, bold font, exclamation point, attention. It absolutely is like wet floor yeah, underneath it. It looks you know? like, yeah, somebody it's should be slip slipping. And fall Some, a stick figure yeah. should be floating in the right. air, ready to hit the ground. It, like, I want, it's one of those stick figures, arms getting chewed up exactly. by like a machine, you <laughs> like, know? Yeah, it's getting eaten up by like a, a wood chipper or something, yeah. So it says, attention, Kane County reporter, real data, real news. And this is great. And I'm going to tell you what's bolded too. A bold, legitimate newspaper with bold, legitimate writers, editors, and online editions. Running stories, 52, oh, running stories, bold, 52 weeks a year in which bold, every word is true. <laughs> a free, bold, real newspaper made available to the public for a limited town time is now being undermined by J.B. Pritzker and his cronies. This is my who favorite says, sentence. Who says cronies if it's not political? Is there is, is there, there a non-political crony? Cecil, can we stop being friends? Can we be cronies? I think we should be cronies. Can we be cronies? We should have the cronies <gasps> cast. Dude. We should change the name from cronies, cronies cast? To cronies cast. Oh. You guys can use that. That's yours. I'm not going to. Whoa. Yeah. If we got into it, we could be crony bronies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this next sentence is my favorite sentence written uh, of all time. If the information contained in this paper, bold, bold, wasn't true, would they undermine it? Bold. Why would they care? Think about it. And then it. underneath in giant letters, think about it. Well, I mean, the answer is pretty obvious. It's because people sometimes believe lies. Right, like, That's a pretty obvious answer to why would they try to undermine it? Because you don't, if, just because it's printed somewhere, it can, it can still be a fucking lie. Yeah, like lots of people care about things yeah. that are lies. Like the Sandy Hook parents yeah. won a billion dollars because they yeah. cared that somebody was lying about if them. If it wasn't true, it's like, 
It's like, okay, yeah, but if so, that's, that's like saying if somebody was calling you names in a newspaper, why would you care if it wasn't, wasn't true. true or whatever? Yeah, if, if somebody- like, That's still defamation. Yes. If somebody drags your name through the mud publicly and you're like, well, it's not true, so I guess it can't possibly have an effect on me, get the fuck it's out of here. fucking stupid. Then, and in the corner, in the bottom left corner, my very favorite thing also is it's as close to the word sheeple as you're going to- People of Illinois, it's time to wake up. Yep, wake up. Wake I up. love how the right hates the woke, but still wants you to wake up. I know. Well, now I guess they're 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 trying to spin that around in some way and like call themselves the awakened or something like oh that. Oh my I fucking god, yeah, are you so, serious? So instead of woke, it's so it's going to be the woke the, versus the awakened awakening or something. I don't even know. So the next thing that I got was a hanger for your door. And now this is about Amendment 1. And what Amendment 1 is, and I just filled out my ballot, yep. and it basically allows collective bargaining throughout, like, for anybody in the state. Yep. You're not, you're not, you can't disallow collective bargaining, basically. Right. And what they're, they're spinning it as is they're trying to say that this is going to raise all our tax dollars because it's going to give teachers and firefighters and other people, the opportunity to collectively yeah. bargain. Great. Yeah, it, it, it'll strengthen unions and allow other types of workers to unionize yeah. that have been unable to unionize previously. So here's what Amendment 1 says according to the door knocker bullshit. Door knocker bullshit, yeah. Amendment 1, impact on Illinoisans. A vote for Amendment 1 will give the state's government unions, state's government unions. What does that even mean? The strong <laughs> state, what does that, what does that mean? The state's know, government bro. unions, the know, strongest bro. powers in the country. Oh, I think they're saying that the government unions will be more powerful than all the other Don't unions. Do these people like like certain government institutions, though? Like, do they ever bitch about police unions? Yeah, right? Do they ever bitch about that? I, yeah, you know that's a good I mean? point. Like, I'm for this because I want teachers to have more power. Right. That's what I want. I want them to have more collective power. It's it's not about curriculum. When the, when it comes down to it, they're trying to turn this into a curriculum thing yeah, where teachers absolutely. can walk in and brainwash your kids into being a trans kid or whatever is what they're, the boogaboo scary thing is. is what that's, they're trying to say. That's the big scary That's right what now. they're trying to say. But why I want it as a fucking lefty lib is so that all the good teachers don't leave the profession because they can ask for a salary that's a living fucking yeah. wage. And if you want to see... The horror of not having unionized teachers. Look at how it works in North Carolina. North Carolinian teachers get paid, and I'm not, I don't I, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but they get paid Cecil thirty, maybe forty percent less than Illinois teachers. Oh no shit! They get paid trash money. Absolute. I didn't know that. It's they're non unionized teachers in in North Carolina don't have a union that protects them, and the wages that they are paid are poverty wages. Yeah. They pay them genuinely poverty wages. And there's no, like, here in Illinois, if you have a master's degree, you get paid more. If you have special education certifications, you get paid more. If you have a reading cert, you get paid more. PhD. You yeah. get paid more. If That's because unions negotiate those contracts. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right, so uh, leading to more property tax hikes, hikes and a that's, slash in parents' rights. And here's the thing. Both of those things are emotional appeals, yes. right? They're, they're emotionally appealing to your, your want to keep your money and they're emotionally appealing your sense of protection of your children. Yeah, also, I would add too that this is how a free market should work, right? So what you're saying is, because uh, a free market should allow for people to gather together and sure. to assert their sure. rights collectively. That's what a free market should allow. 
if you are dysregulating that, if you are making it impossible or illegal for people to band together and to force you to accept a better contract, like, yeah, I should fucking pay for that. Yeah, yeah. I should pay for that. Like, that's what your property taxes are for. That's also like what makes a desirable neighborhood desirable. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like absolutely. And the thing is, is like, like what they're trying to push it on you as your property taxes, but on this piece, and I don't think we should read the entire thing because no, they're basically get, saying, yeah, you know, I mean, but, but each piece is basically telling you, you know, not only is it saying you should not, you're going to get more property taxes, but it's also saying, you know, at the very bottom means more small businesses and entrepreneurs will flee Illinois because if if the if your your workers can get together and collectively bargain against you and you can't stop that right then then they're going to then they're like oh well then we're they're all going to leave and you're like yeah but but if they're going to treat their workers like shit don't we care about the workers too yep. like it's like we never care we're just always like well the business owners should just get all the rules and they should get all the perks and they should ne- we should never yep. put any rules whatsoever on business owners you're like fuck you man like at those those companies wouldn't exist without workers. Also, like, aren't most of you workers? Exactly, man. Like, how many of you are the fucking business owner? Yeah. Almost everybody is the fucking worker. That's how that works. Yeah. That's why that works. It's such a stupid, and it's such a stupid ploy. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to scare, because this is this is directed at workers. It right? is. It's, saying, yes. it's trying to create, they're trying to create a class war. That's what they're really trying to do. That's yeah. what most of this is. And it's like, this here is like more small business and entrepreneurs will flee Illinois. Well, if you don't have a, like a steady job or something, you're like, oh, I don't want to make it so that I don't have an opportunity. I don't want my job. employer to leave. Well, you know what? The thing is, is like the reason why you probably don't have a steady job is because you don't have collective bargaining. You yep. know, we don't have places that yep. can walk in and be like, okay, this is how it is now. We all do your shit. We're the ones who put all this stuff together. We're going to tell you how it is. Yep. Well, and also I want to grab one item from here. So it also says, Forces private sector workers to join unions as a condition of employment. Forces them to join unions. First of all, I don't think that it does. Yeah. The amendment's ban of right to work would deprive private sector workers of ever having the freedom to choose whether or not to join union. The right to work means you have a right to be fired. That's exactly That's it. all That's that exactly it is. It. Nobody, like the right to work, we are a right, Illinois is a right to yeah. work state. And what a right to work state means is that you are almost undoubtedly not secured in your employment through contract. It means right to fire. Right, which means that your employer, you can walk into your employer and they can say, hey, come into my office and then you're fired. And you're literally That is fired. the amount of protection. Yeah. They don't, you don't even, you don't even have to give a reason why someone is laid off. You don't, and in fact, as an employee, you shouldn't give a reason. If you're, if you're the manager or the boss or whatever, you should not offer a reason. Because it opens you up to potential lawsuits. So, like the general advice is not just to, to offer just a reason. Be like, bye. I'm sorry. You're we've made fired. a decision that yeah. unfortunately today we have to terminate your employment. Yeah. That's it. That's the end That's of That's it. it. Yeah. That's what a right to work state means. A right to work means that you have the right to lose your job at right any to, moment. Right to get fucking fired. Yeah. So this is this is one of those alarmist things that they're trying to cover on this particular. Um, ballot that's coming out in the, I just, I filled out my ballot. I fucking love mail-in voting. Fucking love it. Cannot say enough awesome shit about it. I was able to look up my judges. That's so nice. And be like, no, 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 right. no. Okay, so I want to, now that we're going to get into the newspaper, I do want to talk about a story that came out about the newspaper, Tom. And so this is about, specifically about these conservative news media outlets. It's conservative-funded mailers, stylist newspapers sent to Illinois voters. And so I'm going to put this up on the big screen. We're going to read part of it. Um, go ahead and start at the top here. A conservative group that is behind a recent series of television advertisements critical of Governor J.B. Pritzker is using another medium to get its message out. 
sending out a paper publication that blasts Democratic candidates and platforms. Republican political strategist Dan Proft crafted the mailings. He runs a political action committee called Play by the Rules. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you I love, can we can we just pause real quick? The names for these political organizations oh, so good. where they're just like, family first, yeah. America freedom, <laughs> bald eagle happiness. They're just like, it's all just like these like crazy, yeah. I want to just, I want my entire job to be naming packs. I know, man. They're Can I best. just do they're that? They're the best, dude. They're the best. They're, they're awesome. the best. That has been purchasing ads in recent weeks to criticize Pritzker and Democrats who supported House Bill 3653, a criminal justice reform we'll bill that, that has sharply divided the electorate in recent years. The PAC has received significant donations from billionaire Dick Uline so, with more than $20 million. Do you so want to know, you know where this paper comes from? It comes from Dick Uline, who funded $20 million to shit this on everybody's lawn. Yeah, you know, also, as a quick aside... The right is constantly screaming about like, George Soros, George Soros yep. funds everything. Yep. Here's a billionaire literally funding- 20 million bucks. 20 million, 20 million dollars, dollars worth of- How many fucking shitty eight page newspapers can you make for two, 20 million bucks? A lot, I would think. Tell you what, enough to make a website for each single one. Right, yep. And enough to farm out all the ideas that come in here to other places yeah, across Somebody the did net. do the work of yep. writing that. Yep. Somebody threw that shit out, oh, printed I'm gonna, it, and everything. I'm gonna else. show you where some of this stuff comes from later. You're gonna love it. <laughs> The papers are being mailed to groups of registered voters and are tailored to the community where the voter lives. For example, a Chicago-centric version of the mailer was entitled Chicago City Wire. In one of the editions, the articles criticized House Bill 3653 and made notes of several provisions of the bill that have angered Republicans, including changes to the bond system and other law enforcement reform efforts. We'll get to that. In DuPage County, one of the papers, entitled The DuPage Policy Journal, showed two full pages of photos of men, mostly black and Latino, whom the publication says will be released from prison because of the new publication. It's pretty awful, Pritzker said. <laughs> These are lies, and they're putting them out in various forms, attacking people based on their background. Pritzker says that the mailers are not marked properly as campaign material. Right? And says the reduction... Yeah, because they, they're not a newspaper. it's not a newspaper, man! That's not a newspaper. And says that the reduction of local media outlets throughout the state has allowed the paper to gain circulation. When you get one of these in the mail, you should know this is not a real newspaper, he said. It isn't even marked properly as campaign material. It's put out by this right-wing network of newspapers that we all know exists in Illinois, and they're trying to take over where local real journalism, unfortunately, has receded. And that is a good point, yeah. because as journalism has lost a lot of its own revenue model and its own ability yeah. to reach people, yeah. and like we've moved into a revenue model of clickbait bullshit consumption by headline— like, that leaves a gap. You're right. It You're leaves right. a gap. It leaves right. an information gap. Prof dismissed Pritzker's concerns about the publication in an email to NBC5. This is my favorite fucking line. Newspapers spreading misinformation and representing only one point of view. Pritzker must be talking about the Chicago Tribune and the NPR AFL-CIO Chicago Sun-Times. <laughs> what I love, too, is like, okay, but people can, people can pull their funding from those papers. Right, well, they can, stop, they can stop those papers from printing lies by holding them accountable. You can't hold these people accountable. Yeah, there's, there's nobody to hold accountable. There's nobody there. The Chicago Tribune endorsed former Republican Governor Bruce Rauner <laughs> over Pritzker in the 2018 election. I love that he calls out the trip and they're like, yeah, they, they endorsed the other guy last election. It is not yet released an <laughs> endorsement in 2022. they still haven't endorsed anybody yet. 
It's so good. Anyway, oh, um, anyway, uh, it does say at the bottom, it's unclear whether they violated any election laws. But yeah, it's really just a terrible, I mean, it's a genuinely a terrible thing. So we want to get back to the paper itself. Let's talk about the paper itself. I scanned it all. And so this is where it's, this is what it is. This is what it looks like close up. If you're not watching this, um, it, it looks like just like any other newspaper. It does, but it has so much graphic on it. It kind of, to me, reads like a, like a Daily Mail or yeah. a Mirror right, or sure. like a, yeah. you know one of these like trashy tabloids. Yeah, it's not all text on the top part of this newspaper. Literally, right. the top half of this newspaper is all pictures. All pictures. But you know what was it that we just did a citation? You done? We just did it, but years like maybe a half a year ago, where there's Boss Tweed. Yeah. Boss Tweed was mad, yep. not at people printing articles about him in long text. He was mad at cartoonists yeah. because people will look at the cartoon and they will make up their mind about the person. And this was turn of the century. Yep. This is still happening. I'm just turning two centuries. Yeah, it is. But, right. But this is, this is, this, this is still going on. It's funny when you, when you first asked me, when you first held up the paper and you, you asked me, what do you not see here? Before you answered ads, I was just saying, well, there's no funnies in here. There's no funnies. Like, where's the funnies? Yeah, where's the funnies? Why yeah. are you giving me a newspaper without a jumble? There's no funnies. Let me tell you something. This would be a great paper for Dilbert. Let me tell <laughs> right. you. Dilbert could crush it in this uh. paper. So what we're looking at on the screen, uh, on the on the main headline is the Pritzker family, uh, Lurie Children's Hospital promote gender and sex development experiments to Illinois public schools. And then it has an image from that, that hospital that says there's no one way to, right way to be transgender and it lists multiple different ways that you could be transgender. And this, of course, is immediately the fucking bat signal yep. to every single person out there. If you want to make conservatives mad, you talk about trans kids because they hate trans kids and they hate parents that love their trans And this kids. is their litmus issue. And this is. So, so the thing is like, if they put this on their front page, then, and you read past this story, then you are their target audience. That's a great point. That's a great point. So you put your like barrier up front and you know that if somebody gets past that barrier, then like you've got them with all the rest of your messaging. It's a great point. So this particular story, it was done. So this is is a story that's by their own news service, right? So it's done by their own news service, this this company that creates all these papers. But in it, they're essentially quoting one guy. The guy that, so when they say nothing in this paper is not true, that kind of is true. They're not making any of these claims. They're literally quoting a dude who's yep. making these claims. Yep. That, that's so, how you get away with it. So you can totally get away by saying, and I don't know, I didn't check everything in here, so I'm sure there is fucking a ton of untrue shit. But at least in this first main story, they can quote this guy, and this guy, when they quote him, it doesn't matter because we quoted a guy. And when you say it's not true, be like, I, I just, that's just a real quoted. quote. That's a real quote. What are you saying is not true? Yeah. And so that's, that's what they can hide behind. So I want to, I want to tell you exactly who the first, they're quoting a man by the name of Chris Rufo. Never heard of him before. So I looked him up today and I want to read you from Wikipedia. Oh my God. Is. Oh my God. So they're quoting right. a man named Chris Rufo. This is going to be rough. He's an American conservative activist and senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, which is a conservative think tank. He is best known for his activism against critical race theory, which he says, quote, has pervaded every aspect of federal government, end quote, and poses, quote, an existential threat to the United States, what? end quote, and is anti-American. Rufo is also known for his opposition to the LGBTQ 
education in schools, contending that public schools are often, quote, hunting grounds for sexual predators, end quote. Rufo has also said that, quote, to get universal school choice, you really need to operate from the premise of universal public school distrust, end quote. What? In the He's talking world. a lot in this article about a children's hospital here in Illinois and about how those articles in the, the things that are, are in the hospital that they're giving out supposedly to like kids and they're trying to push the trans agenda, quote unquote, they're, they're basically educating any yeah, school that wants materials. to know about trans people. And so yep. they're educating them, but he doesn't even live in this state. Yeah, he no. lives in Washington. Yep. He doesn't like Washington State. He doesn't even live here. He doesn't have any. He has no dog in this hunt whatsoever. Yeah, man. It's not his schools. It's not near. It's not a hospital near him at all. It, all he is is a warrior from another state, quoted in this paper about this particular issue. Yeah, man. And when you read something like that, does anti-American not read to you nowadays like not white? Absolutely. Like when it talks, when it's like, oh, that's that's un-American. That's anti-American. It's right. like, okay, you're right. What you mean is not exclusively white. Not exclusively white. That's yep. all that has just yep. become absolute code for that. Yep. I also, Cecil, my new dream job is to work for a think tank. Man, that's I, where the money's at. That's I gotta work for a think dude, tank. You, I've been thinking for free. Dude, you like a sucker. Right. If you went out there and worked for a think tank, think of how many I would Twitter videos you can do of you doing sword katas. Dude, you could just- like, I could do this. You could have axe and sword katas galore, and then once a day, maybe think something up and post it on Twitter. See, there you go. I got to work. Whenever I used to hear think tank, I used to think of like a sensory deprivation tank. I used to think and of just, one with a big gun and just- <laughs> Kaboom, kaboom. Yeah. At least I wouldn't run out of breath if yeah. I was doing the sword kata. Pretty soon, pretty soon they're going to want to conceal carry think tanks. Oh, God. Right. Well, you won't even need the concealed carry part in most in, of the most country, of the country anymore. Yeah. You just got to walk. You got to pass a vision test. Yes. <laughs> but in any case, this whole story is just, it's just scaremonger. This guy's quotes yep. about how terrible trans people are and how basically every single teacher in any public school is a groomer. Right, because yep. that's, yep. that's, that's, that's the terminology. That's a new language. And specifically, that they want to push for a thing called school choice, which is a voucher system that would this allow for students to any student in any part of the, the state to decide. I don't want to go to public school. The tax dollars here will help put me in a private a private school, school or a charter a school. charter school, mm -hmm. a Catholic school, a, a Christian school, an evangelical school, whatever school. You get that instated suddenly you have people from all over the, like they're not going to be accepting people that don't have the funds to get in. And this voucher system might not pay for the entire thing. So again, you're still privileging people with money. Yeah. It, it, the voucher system on its face, when you first read it at, at first blush without a passing thought, it sounds rather fair. It's like, oh, I paid $7,500 in taxes or whatever. And that's for schools. And why shouldn't I be able to use that for the local private school instead of the public school? And there, there's a lot of answers to that. And if you think about them, any of them for even a second, the whole thing is it just yeah. falls apart. Yeah. The first answer is because that's not how public funding works. Yeah. Public funding does not, it funds public resources. Like, I don't know, public schools. Public funding doesn't go to fund private businesses like the Catholic school down the road or Joe's local charter shop, right? 
That's not how that fucking works. We pay taxes into the kitty in order to build public highways, not in order to build private roads. Yeah. That's just how public funding of things works. It also it also necessarily degrades the quality of our educational and opportunities in all of our communities when we defund public schools. This is what that amounts yep. to. This amounts to a defunding of public schools by pulling those dollars at a choice level away from the public school. So the public schools then ultimately get less and less well-funded. They have less and less resources. To your point before, other people make up the difference between the dollar value for their voucher and the amount for their tuition. Private schools that are selective, make no mistake, will simply raise their tuition by yep. the value of the voucher. Yep. Right? So they'll just... And those for-profit schools can make a hell of a lot of money. The education in some of those schools, too, is shit. Yeah. When you go to a private school, all of a sudden, you are no longer subject to any of these sort of, like, public educational requirements. Educational standards. So, like, what do I mean by that? Well, if you go to a Catholic school, your biology teacher might not have a degree in biology. Your biology teacher might have to have a degree in anything at all. It's not required sure. anymore. Yeah. That's how that... now. Often they do, but sometimes they don't. And we've seen so many schools, we've covered, we've been doing the show a long time. How many schools have made their way onto cognitive dissonance at some point because they were a bullshit school with no standards yeah. because they were similarly religious? I mean, look at like the 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 uh, desire for uh, insular uh, communities like the Jewish communities uh, in, in uh, upstate New York and, and in around New York, those like Hasidic communities, those yeah, really insular yeah, communities. Man. They want to spend the entire time reading the fucking Torah. They don't want to spend any of their time doing anything else. Yeah. Those students are not well served. They are, and there's reasons we don't allow that stuff. It's because it's not good for the kids. You know, and, and there's no oversight. Yeah. Right? So the None. big problem is the oversight. The reason why you can stand and yell at all the teachers, the school board people at any of these things is because that's your oversight. Yep. That's why all these people are coming in now and talking about, you know, I don't want my kids being groomed or exactly whatever. Exactly true, man. That's and a great there's, point. There's, they don't, yep. You don't have that power anymore. You're, there's no school so board at a Literally the yeah. thing that you're bitching about, you won't even be able to do in yep. the future. Yep. So it's just crazy to me. But in any case, that's what this whole story is about. It's about this guy's public, his very, very public fight to go take away money money that we're all putting in the kitty to give to private institutions. Yep, exactly. That's literally yep. what this whole story is. It's basically a commercial for this guy's public fight. Yep. That's all it is. It. Um, on the side here, it happens to have a thing that says a challenge oh my to God, our this critics. Fucking thing. And, and Tom, basically this whole thing, I don't, I mean, it's long. I don't want to read it out loud, but it basically says provide a specific example where we're wrong. We dare you. We double dog dare right. you. We triple dog dare you. And you're like, yeah, it's literally all wrong. Like, yeah, it's, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. And like, and you're not going to do anything about it. No. Because it's privately funded. Yeah. It, so this is literally, this is, I, I coulda, woulda, shoulda. Well, that's also, all it is. If I write the newspaper, I can write a newspaper story right now. I yeah. could write a story called Tom has never been wrong about anything. Watch. Here's the headline. Yeah. Tom's never been wrong. <laughs> Uh, by Tom, who has never been wrong. And subheading, <laughs> isn't Tom great? 
This newspaper sure thinks so. You could write anything it's, in your own newspaper. And here's the other thing. It's not like they're going to come out with another edition tomorrow to correct yeah. it, right? There Ooh. won't be a correction on page three because this is the only edition that's coming out. Right. This is it. Do you think the activist-run right-wing disinformation newspaper is going to be like, well, eggs on our face. Whoopsie. Oh, we Whoopsie challenged doodle. our critics. And boy, do they yeah. should. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so anyway, so that's the main part of the whole page, uh, the whole front page. There's a couple of infographics on it. Um, then mainly, like, basically what I'm saying, they're attacking the trans kids mostly throughout this whole paper. That's going to be a theme. Uh, also, there's a, 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 a story in here about the lady who, what ran a primary against JB and lost. Yeah. And she's basically mad about it. And the thing is, is like, I'm sure this lady has some interesting things that she has to say. She's a, she, she, you know, she's from the West side of Chicago. Yeah. She probably has, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm sure that the people on the West side of Chicago don't feel like the Democrats have been coming back to help them uh, because we have, we haven't. So yes. I recognize that this lady probably has a plenty of beefs and it makes sense to quote her and talk about her. Here Absolutely. Because it's somebody from within the own party who's attacking their side, et cetera. So it you makes know, sense. But, but one thing that is striking about this paper is that at no point does it appear that a reporter from this paper interviewed this no, person? No. So what they do is they take somebody, they take quotes that somebody said, and then they cobble a story together, and you have no idea if those quotes are contextualized sure. in any way. Yeah. And the paper that they got it from is a paper called the Prairie State. So where they got it from was Prairie a place Home called Companion. Prairie. <laughs> it's called the Prairie well, State. What is it? I like Wabagong. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Prairie State Wire. And so the Prairie State Wire on media bias fact check um, is a questionable source. And I'm going to read their detailed report. Questionable reasoning, imposter sight, lack of transparency, false information, bias rating, right center, factual reporting, mixed. Credibility rating, low credibility. Low credibility, minimal traffic, yeah. mostly free. So it's trash. It's trash. It's, it's literally trash. trash. It's a trash newspaper that they're that they literally took a story yeah. from. They're sourcing trash to yeah. the other trash. This is this is, you know what this is? This is dumping your garbage truck at the fill, man. Yeah. And if you look at the Prairie State Wire, and I'm going to show this to the people who are watching this, but if you look at the Prairie State Wire, it sure as shit looks a lot like all the other papers. It looks exactly it like looks it cuz it's the same thing. All, like it's an article inside. Cecil. That's it, the same. It genuinely thing. looks like the same template that they're using. That's the same. That's the same WordPress fucking yeah, plugin. Same template. So, so that's the that's the fr the front page. Then it goes on to CPS spending, and it's talking about again. This is again another hit on public schools attacking public schools, but pointing out that over the last couple of years their outcomes have been really bad. Oh, I wonder what's happened in the last couple I of years. I don't know, Tom. Has anything has anything upset the apple cart? <laughs> what What in the world over the last couple of years could possibly have like? upset the educational balance. I don't know. Maybe don't we know, sent man. everybody home. I don't know, man. Also, like, if this is the Kane County reporter, why, why the do fuck I do I care about Chicago public care? schools? Why should you care? It's I'm not your tax miles dollars. away. It's none of your business, really. It's yeah. none of, that has nothing none to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You know, I mean, you can care about kids on a, on a, like a macro level. Yes. Right. But, but writing in a hyper local paper about a problem that is hyper local to another region is simply incendiary. Yeah. That's all it is. That's it's, all it is. It's a desire to like yeah. whip you up and be like, oh, yeah. you know, I have noticed we pay too much for those goddamn kids and their shitty education. What are they going to turn out to be uh, productive citizens yeah. on my watch? Exactly. Exactly. So I looked this story up. 
This story is stolen word for word Jesus from Christ. a place called WirePoints. What? WirePoints. Anything with the word wire in it. No. WirePoints.org. So I'm going to show you the story, Tom, and I'm going to show our listeners the story that are watching, right? So I'll show you the story. You can sign up for uh, for daily WirePoints. But I'm, I'm going to show you that. now. So this is the story taken Taken word for word, same graphs in here this as the on the paper. Site, it's man. the exact same thing. It's stolen word There's, for again, word. Again, no ads. It's not stolen. It's this guy probably gave it, but I want to show people the, the home page for this. Now, when I describe this to you, listening to the podcast, this is something that it's very hard to describe. So this is what the home page of this site looks like. This is what it looks like. Now, this you, is the worst this is thing the I've homes, ever looked at. The home page of this website, guys. When I tell you that it looks like it looks like. When the page, uh, when your page uh, template oh. breaks on your WordPress site, that's what it looks like. It looks like the page template broke on the Epoch Times. You, that's yes, what it yes. looks like. It's an ugly, grotesque, literally a website that 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 harkens back to the GeoCities days. Yeah, GeoCities. This is worse than GeoCities. This it's is TimeCube bad. It's terrible. It's and it's just text after text after text. And again, I'm not seeing a lot of ads on this page. Here's the thing. I don't see any ads. I, it's not behind a paywall. I don't see a way to support them. Yeah. So it's like... Well, there's a donate button, I guess. Okay. All right. There's a enough. donate button. Fair enough. And I guess, I mean, and they're, they're as much as news as we are because you can donate to our show. Sure. Here's the thing. We're not news. Nope. Right? We're not news. I'm not telling, I'm not trying to pretend I'm a reporter out we're there digging around. up the fucking muck on the SCPS. No, no, we're not driving around throwing our book at people. Yeah, exactly. With like warnings all yeah, over I the place. Yeah, put my book in a little baggie and hurl it, it on people's, people's I'm fucking lawns. I'm going to buy like a thousand you gotta copies. got to buy a thousand copies. That's fine. I get a royalty. So, <laughs> but it's just, it's a trash paper, man. It's, and, yeah, and it's, all there's no reason is, to believe any of this is and true. all this is, is taken directly from this, this trash site and put directly in this paper with the same graphs. Yeah, and I love to just to scroll up just to just to handle one second of the meat of this nonsense even though let's be blunt again it doesn't deserve it, right? It doesn't deserve. We should it, yeah. if you see this and you do the work that Cecil has done, you should vet this information because you should be suspicious on its face. Yeah. Vet the information, immediately find its suspect and it goes right in your and recycling. Just throw it bin, away. Just right? throw it away. Go find a if you want to know about this because there's plenty of stories about how much they spend on HCPS. Sure. There's plenty of stories about the outcomes of CPS. There's plenty of stories about this, but you're going to get a, 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 if you look up an AP or a Reuters or a, even an NBC5 article, right. it's at least going to attack it from a way that's going to be like, here's sort of a quasi-objective viewpoint. Yeah, and you're going to have, you're going to have some analysis. You're going to have some quotes from people that like you would look up and they don't seem like a yeah. fucking crazy person, but also like, I look at this and it's like, well, they're going to spend almost $30,000 a student. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, All right. Okay. Okay. What is my alternative? Yeah. Spend less? Yeah. Like in the middle of a crisis of education, which- It's a we great all, point. Like, great point. What You want me to be upset that we're spending yeah. money on the education yeah. of the future generation? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That seems like I live in a fucking society. These also aren't your tax dollars, right? right. So these aren't even your tax dollars and you're upset about how much someone else is paying I for I can't believe somebody would pay that much like, for something as shitty money. as a kid. Like, that's not your money. Well, it means some of it is as federal dollars right. or stuff, whatever. But but like, that's not your money. It's like, like the people who live in Chicago, they all pay into that kitty and that money goes to the, the money that most, right. the bulk of this money is coming out of their tax dollars. It's not even your money. And yet you want to, you want CPS to open their wallet on a fucking moth to fly right, out yeah, or whatever, like a Popeye fucking cartoon. What, like I'm just, I'm just struggling to think of a world where we're like, 
we really need to fund education yeah. less. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so m- another part of this paper oh is the Safety Act. And so we got to talk a little bit about the Safety yes. Act, which is, uh, it, it, there's, a, there's several pieces of this, of this legislation, but the, peep, the piece that they keep on fighting and trying to fight against is the bail bonds, yes. right? And so I, I found an article today that describes what's in it. And so we should read this article about Is it from it. the Prairie Time yeah. Epic? It's not. It's dot a, com so or whatever? The, it's, from, it's from AP. Is it the Wire AP? So here's, here's the, it's from the it's AP Wire. It's not from Wire. a Wire-related website. the AP website. Wire, Tom. So Illinois law doesn't make murder or other crimes non-detainable offenses. And that's the big thing. So if you yep, watch TV right. yes, now yes. in Illinois- what you'll see is a commercial that says it's of the lies. fucking apocalypse. They are going to have the purge here in Illinois. They're just going to open the doors and everybody's going to be able to leave any kind of jail yeah. confinement that has any kind of bond or whatever because yeah. they're, they're going to get rid of bonds. So the opponents are yeah. calling it catch and release. Yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah. Like How dehumanizing is that? Terrible. But here's, so the claim, go ahead and read the claim and then read the facts. The claim, suspects facing serious charges, including second degree murder, kidnapping, robbery, burglary, and arson will no longer be held in custody until trial under a new first in the nation Illinois law abolishing cash bail statewide. AP's assessment? False. <laughs> False. It's not. Judges in Illinois will still have discretion to order suspects for these and other serious crimes held in jail pending trial if they are deemed a threat to public safety or if they are a flight risk. But the new law does impose higher standards to meet those conditions that critics say will make it harder to detain people. Social media. So here's the facts. Social media posts and conservative news outlets have been taking aim at Illinois' Pre-Trial Fairness Act, which is scheduled to take effect January 1, distorting how the law will work. The Post lists a range of violent crimes they say will be considered non-detainable, including second-degree murder, kidnapping, God, robbery, lies. burglary, arson, and threatening a public official. The posts also include dire warnings that Chicago and other Illinois communities will soon devolve into a real-life version of The, the Purge. Purge. There he is, right there. On January 1, 2023, Illinois will take its place in history when they become the first state to test out The Purge in real life. An Instagram user wrote on Monday. Jesus, he's the ironically, na- why is anyone ca- okay? These fucking idiots. The post, which includes an image of the menacing masked marauders from the 2013 movie, received more than 80,000 likes sure, as of, of course, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Illinois' new law ends cash bail or payments imposed by a judge as a condition of a person's release pending trial. It's among the most contentious parts of the Safety Act, a wide-ranging criminal justice bill. Illinois lawmakers passed in 2021 in response to the nationwide reckoning on racism and police brutality following the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and other people of color. In this bill is police accountability. Yes. In this bill is Illinois police accountability. So, of course, the police unions are going to be trying to shove this and get rid of it. Get rid of it. But they're seizing on this particular piece because they think it's something they can distort enough to scare people into believing it. So the law does not create a new classification of non-detainable offenses. Suspects can still be jailed pre-trial if they are considered a public safety risk or likely to flee to avoid criminal prosecution. The new law states, quote, detention only shall be imposed when it is determined that the defender poses a specific real and present threat to a person or has a high likelihood of willful flight. Which is quote. literally what they can do right now. That just it's the same thing. Like that just makes sense. Yeah. That just makes sense. 
Additionally, those charged with forcible felonies in which probation is not an option if convicted can also be detained pretrial under the law following a required court hearing. That includes serious crimes such as first-degree murder and criminal sexual assault. Those arrested for forcible felonies such as second-degree murder, robbery, burglary, arson, kidnapping, and aggravated battery are not required to have a detention hearing since they are offenses subject to probation. The suspects could, however, still be held in custody until trial if a judge determines they are a threat or a flight risk. Exactly. So, like, a person looks at the case and says, yeah, all right, this one, based on the circumstances, sure. and the, this one, you can, you know, go and well, you're innocent until proven guilty, go home, we'll figure it out. The other one, you know what? This is much more serious. And chances are... For a lot of these ones that have violent chances, of, the, there's yeah. not going to be a judge. There's not a lot of soft judges the, on and, crime, man. And it's man. also just there's not going to be a judge who's going to want to have that on their record where they let Absolutely somebody out right. and they let somebody out and then they went and did something. So it's going to be a conservative way to handle this anyway because it's up to the judge to make those decisions. And it's not like there's a bunch of activist judges out there willing to like throw a bunch of people yeah. who might be violent out into the streets. It's just not true. And the thing is, that we have always had a system which was racist and classist and at that's heart. It. And it's always been And classed. this is an attempt to fix this. Yep. So, in other words, if you got arrested for arson and they set a $100,000 bail and you're a hedge fund manager, you just pay your $100,000 and you go on your merry way. Yeah. And if you are arrested for arson and you are a construction worker and you don't have a hundred grand, then you go to jail and you sit in jail. There, there, the, the thing is, the system always had a way for you to get out unless they didn't want you to get out. It's the we, same thing. And what we don't understand is like the arsonist got out. There's an right. arsonist on the streets before. Right. He just happened to be rich. Right. Right? It doesn't make him less dangerous. Arc arsonist out on the street yep. already, right? He just happened to have a lot of money that he could do it. And it's not like if he commits another arson, the $500,000 bond goes to the people whose house he burns down next. <laughs> That's right. not how this works. Right. That's not how that money works. So like the idea that these people are okay with rich people being able to buy their way out of exactly jail what every single yep. time. And what we're what this bill is saying is that just because you're not wealthy doesn't mean we shouldn't consider if you aren't a flight risk and if you aren't a danger to the public, letting you out on your own. You're basically your on, recognizance. Bond, on yeah. your own recognizance. We're allowed to do that. We're allowed to do that dis despite the, uh, like what your fucking W-2 says. Yep, yep. That's and that's literally how it was based. That's how it was based before. It, it, this is, you know, like judges before, in order to keep somebody in jail, they had to impose bails that were like enormous enough that like nobody could reach them. Yeah. Like I'm going to hold you on a $10 million bail. Because you, know, you don't have $10 yeah. million. I'm going to hold you on a $10 million bail. I'll hold you on a, you, this one on a $5,000 bill. So they're, they're like, this just says like, I'm going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. That's yeah, better. It's, it's just, that's just better. It's, it's just fucking less classist than racist. It's just, it's just such a shitty racist, shitty classist policy. And if you can't like, and think about all the fucking, the, the people who aren't hurt by somebody using drugs, right? right. Hard drugs. Somebody's using hard drugs, but they get caught. And right. suddenly we're like, okay, well we can throw them in jail. Right. And pay for that, and, by the way. Yeah. All you people yeah. worried about That's your taxes, the other thing too. You you're pay paying for, for that. that shit. And then they keep these people. One of the reasons why they, the, another thing about the Safety Act is they're saying, we want to have reasonable times for people who are even held 
to get a trial. Yes. And that's a problem in the United States today. It, it we have a problem. We have a, it's so fucking, I think about this all the time, Cecil. Like I am, I'm really passionate about this subject. We are, we are so fucking gung ho about certain rights and certain amendments. You have a right to a speedy trial. You do not actually have that right. That is a right, no. which we simply don't have. It is not unusual at all to get arrested and to have your trial take place a year, two years longer after the point of arrest. Yep. You do not have a right to a speedy trial in this country. You don't get it. They they set the system up to where you essentially are almost blackmailed into waiving your right to a speedy trial in so, order yep. for procedural activities to push forward. Everybody waives that right yep. because it's a garbage right that we don't enforce because we don't have the system resources, the infrastructure to make that right actionable. And it's where are all the fucking second amendment fucking gobblers yeah. on that shit. And man. it strong arms, all those people in, in jail that are being held because yes. they can't afford it. They strong, strong arms them into pleading. Man, That's all yes, it is. It, it strong does. arms them into pleading because they don't want to spend another goddamn day waiting for a trial where they still may be convicted. Man, I think about this every now and again. Like if I got arrested tomorrow, like, even if I, if I got arrested tomorrow, it was the wrong crime. And then I got uh, exonerated or, you know, whatever. Like, I got uh, not guilty. I don't, I can't think. Sure. It could still easily ruin your life. Absolutely. And it almost certainly would. Yeah. If I get arrested and thrown in jail and I can't post my bail, but I'm fucking innocent, I don't get to go to work. Now my bills aren't getting paid. Mm -hmm. Now after I don't go to work for a certain amount of time and that time varies, I lose my job. While all that's happening, my family is running behind on my mortgage payments, yep. the electric bill, the how you know how are they eating food? I'm sitting in jail, and then I go through this process. Well, now I got to get an attorney. Any money I have, I'm shitting at attorneys and private investigators to help me get out of this thing that didn't I didn't fucking do. Your entire life can absolutely be ruined, and then we sort of like shrug it off with like, well, the system worked. Yep, not guilty. Yeah. System worked. Yep. Send them home, and you're like. Send him home to what? Yeah. Send that guy home to what? Like they spent, do you, do you remember the, the story? It was a big story a few years back. The story about a kid who got uh, arrested for stealing a backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Rikers. Rikers and then. He spent like four years in Rikers. And Rikers is a dangerous, dangerous jail. And like this poor fucking kid. He was a kid. He's a teenager. Stole, he didn't even steal the backpack. They, they, he didn't even get convicted of anything. So like innocent until proven guilty. They never proved him guilty. He didn't steal the fucking backpack. The crime was a nothing crime. Fucking kid spent like four years in Rikers, was so traumatized by the experience of being in that prison that he committed suicide. This is a relatively common issue. Like you go to, you send me to prison for six months. I don't know that I come out the same time. Yeah. There's no guarantee of that. Sure. And like who suffers? This system of bail, a system of like pre-trial detention for these extended periods of time are costly to our whole society. Yeah, for sure. And they're racist. Yeah. And in this article, we talked about the sort of invective that they were throwing out. Yeah. But in this article, it, they're saying, you know, setting criminals charged with crimes like second degree murder. It's the exact yeah. same, the same thing. Wording, it's man. the exact same wording from an Instagram post. Yep. It's the same wording. They're using the same wording because they know it's going to get you emotional. It's going to get you afraid. 
and they want to get you afraid. I saw a fucking, I saw a commercial the other day about how terrible the crime is in Chicago, how unbelievable, terrible. Uh, since I moved out here, every time I tell people I'm from Chicago, they're always like, I'm sorry, or, oh, wow, bet you're glad you got out of there. And I'm like, no, actually, I, I loved it. Chicago. Yeah. I miss it every day. Like, I loved it. And they're like, oh, man, I, I, I never go down, never go down to the big city. You know oh what I mean? Like, God, that's basically it. Like, that's it. These people, they're, they're all afraid of Chicago. They're all terrified of Chicago. And this is easy. It's easy to tune these people up. It's easy. easy. To, it's super easy. And all you got to do is show a, a, a commercial with intense music and a deep voice guy telling them that fucking somebody's going to come and take your shit or yep. kill you. And you'll scare the lot of them. I, I also want to real quick harken back to the intentional use of the same language you've heard before. So this is a common strategy. If, if they use the same language that you saw on that Instagram post, then you use it here. And then we use it at two or three other places. The more often you see it, the repetition of those words in that same order, lend those things an internal credibility yeah. that yeah. you can't safeguard against yeah. because it speaks to certain cognitive biases that we have. It is a psychological manipulative yep. trick. It absolutely is. I heard that somewhere yeah. once I before. I don't remember where, before. but that and rings true. saying it over and over. Yep. yep. Now, this next part is about, uh, it's about this particular person is saying that Democrats who were caught in a scheme that have been uh, accused of something uh, Pritzker has supposedly said they should step down. Right. And they're asking for more accountability, even though their party has not been accountable for anything. I'm 100% for anybody who's involved in corruption to step down yeah. and be accountable. But it's super funny that they're talking about it in someone else's party and not their own, well, right? And there's plenty of opportunities for right. plenty of Republicans who've done a plenty of bad shit to step the fuck down. Like, I don't know, you know, help with an insurrection or something oh, crazy Minor like details, yeah. minor yeah. little things. Right. Also, and not to get too far in this story, but like, also when you read this story, the people that are like, what does, what do they want the governor to do? Hey, step down. The FBI is investigating. If there's a crime, they'll charge you with it. Yeah. What, what, what he, should what the is, governor do? What should he do? Punch him in the face? Yeah, go I challenge him to a celebrity boxing match? Right? I don't know. Run him out on a rail? But in any case, this is one of those stories that's, it's written by the particular uh, the the company that put this out, this Kane love, County reporter. But then there's a specifically, you know, they're quoting somebody, uh, they're, they're quoting a bunch of people in here who were basically saying like, look, these people need to be disciplined. And, and here's the thing, I don't disagree. If you're caught in a bribery scheme, you should be disciplined, period. And again, they're quoting but, a, the next party. The next one down is- Who wrote the actual article? So it's the Kane County reporter. But, Nobody, there's not a person. There's not a person. It's not a person. It's not a human, Tom. Right. It's the reporter wrote right. it. So even in even in every single day, you don't. You it's don't, all anonymous. You don't pick up the Chicago Tribune and they say this story is by the Chicago Tribune. Yeah, this story is by Mike Royko of the Chicago right. Tribune. That again, if you see anonymous or anything that you see that is anonymously posted anywhere or written, should immediately be dismissed. Yeah, it's suspect. permanently. It's suspect. Like it's that's trash. Yeah, anonymity is trash. Yeah. And so there's two stories right in a row. The first one at the top of the page that talks about this corruption and then another one below it that talks about the corruption, but then quotes our local guy who's the Republican running for the House seat here in right. our area. Yeah. So he's, they're quoting that guy to sort of get his name in your uh, in your thoughts. So when you've gotten this far into the paper, you're going to remember it when you go to the, when you go, go to, to the, the polls, polls yep. late, late next week. Again, another safety act that's here, again, written by the Kane County reporter. And then they show somebody's face here. And that's from Facebook, which is funny. They have an image that they say that they that they attribute to Facebook. 
I wait, real quick. Yeah. They it's it's amazing that they credit their images. I know. As I found it on the I internet. I found it on I found it on the internet. They don't credit the article yeah. to a person. It's awesome. But they'll find the, the thing. The, yeah. So at the bottom of the page, the, the headline is shame on paddock publications for giving in to JB Pritzker's temper tantrum. So paddock publications, I guess. They wound up, they they had to print this, I guess, out of state. So they had an in-state person who was printing these. And from what I sort of gathered, Pritzker put in enough, basically like, don't, you can't print that shit. That's fucking right. garbage. They stopped doing it. And so they had to go out of state to find it. Now I want to read who this guy is. This is the representative. This is, now I just want to say, this looks like a headline, but it's a letter to the editor that's yep. not listed as a letter to the editor. It just starts with dear editor, right. but it's not listed as letters to the editor. It's, it's just, not sectioned it's off not from sectioned the off. news. It's still, it looks like a news article. Right. It just says dear editor at the top. Now the person who's writing this is the is a representative in the area. And I want to read who he is. So this is representative Morrison. And he is known as a hardliner on social issues. In 2016, he authored legislation denying young transgender children access to restroom of their identity. He opposes abortion in all circumstances, including rape and incest, voted no on an equal pay bill, also voted no on the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, previously attempted to constitutionally ban same-sex marriage in Illinois, Jesus. became re-elected in 2018, ha. Representative Morrison authored legislation to punish doctors for providing transition health care to transgender children experiencing gender dysphoria. Where is this guy from? And where, is he, where, and is he, where does he represent? Transition health care. He's a state representative. But, but what I district? Do you know I, what I imagine, district? I imagine, let me look here real quick. Because uh, Cecil, I'll bet it's not Kane County. I think you're wrong, Tom. It is from out here. Holy shit, really? From Palatine. Palatine, Roman, Rolling Meadows, Inverness. Wow. I am amazed by Palatine, that. Rolling Meadows, Inverness. That's their representative. So, wow. Uh, in any case, this guy is, he's hes a, just a trash human, right? So, you know, hes uh, he's got an A rating from the NRA. He condemned that hospital, that hospital from the front page of this. So literally, of course, they're going to post wow. exactly what he has to say. And then again, to your point before, they don't say anything. What they do is quote people yeah. saying things. Yeah, and this is just a letter to the editor right. in a trash newspaper yep. that has nobody, I mean, like he could have posted that on his fucking Facebook page. Yep. Um, the next page says kink, BDSM, and trans-friendly sex toys for Illinois Children's School. And again, this is talking about this children's hospital and how they have, you know, stuff that talks about Kids getting gender affirming care, right? You know, gen yep. just, 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 you know, make it so that they that they grow up because we we know that they are at risk if they don't if they don't express their their real gender, right? They can be they can be seriously at risk. It can seriously damage kids. And this is the standard for care. Yeah, like that's the thing is like this is the medical standard for care. But and like this art of this like this top like line a, headline, sex toys for school children. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I read through this article. Where is the sex toys? Where's the sex toys? Yeah. Literally, it, it, here's the thing. It doesn't even come up in the article. Yeah. And it's not really an article. It's really, when you this see this. This is a weird thing. When I don't you know see this, this it's like a whole page, but the font is suddenly like 15 point font. And I think they couldn't fill up the whole paper. So they just sort of made like a big giant 15 point font piece 
And then, of course, they're making fun of the people who who are part of J.B. Pritzker's task force because yeah. one of them claims to be non-binary. And so, like, immediately they're putting them on a freak show because they want to make it seem like that person is an absolute terror and a freak because they don't, because they fucking choose a different pronoun than you. Yeah. And, and again, they have a headline that in no way matches any of the rest no. of this stuff. No. And if you scroll down, there's, you know, they're talking about, you know, here's the thing where it says using strap-ons. So intro to kink and BSDM, BDSM at the bottom. But uh, you want to read it? Yeah. So intro to kink and BDSM. An interest in BDSM can be difficult to talk about with a partner, much less a complete stranger. So how about we make this easy on you? Here's a transcript of our imaginary conversation for you to peruse in the comfort of your own home. An interest in, and, and then they have that same paragraph again. It's literally the same paragraph. It's the same paragraph. So I think what this is supposed to be is a screenshot from Lurie Hospital. Yeah. Is that what they're showing I think me? that's what they're trying to show you is but a then, screenshot. But then they don't tell me anything about where this lives. Right, right. So like what anywhere you're doing is on the website. You're taking a picture from their website, which could be a completely adult-facing part of I have of the, no idea know, this have is no for idea. kids. Right. Like, like yeah. what? In any case, so that's what it is. And now we move into a big giant headline that says what kids are reading. And it says Illinois public school teachers uh, who once recommended Nancy Drew like mysteries, historical fiction to book loving students are being encouraged to promote a new emerging genre, child sexualization. This is the groomer stuff, right? Yep. And they're they're trying what they're trying to do is attach it to public schools to make it seem like they're the ones out there trying to change your children. They're trying to brainwash your children. They're trying to convert your children. And this is what they're talking about. And so they have a bunch of books. And each one of these books, it talks about what's in the book. One of them's called Gender Queer. One of them's called Flamer. Another one's called All Boys Aren't Blue. And My Shadow is Pink. The only one that seems to be a child's book is my shadow is pink, right? right? That looks like it might be a child's book. It says it's aimed at kids. So I maybe it is, right? Maybe it's yeah. a children's book. The other ones don't seem like they're children's <clears throat> book. And here's the kicker. They list where these books are found. Yeah, and then so they you start can go listing. complain at your you, school. But it's not school. Oh, you're right. These Illinois are- Illinois public library locations. So these are public. <laughs> each one of these- is a public library location. These aren't at your school. Those aren't school listings. Those are at your public library. And you have no idea where those books are in your public library. They told you they're in the kids section, right. but who the fuck knows? And they didn't even say they were in the kids section. They intimated that they were in the kids section with this dumb fucking paragraph at the top. But all they do is list a big long list of cities where you can find them in your public library not find them in, in your, your school, school library. Yeah. And also the availability of information and the availability of like, like sexualized fiction is nothing new. Yeah. This isn't like nothing new is happening yeah. here. Like if you go to a library, I spent a lot of time at the library. There's a lot of erotic material in a library. I remember I, I used to stock shelves as a, as a second job. I stocked shelves in the morning at the Barnes and Noble. There's an immense amount of erotica available. There's an immense amount of erotic material in books which are considered classics. There's a but the thing is that the erotica what they're really objecting to is that the erotic material that has always been available has been heteronormative erotica. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the heteronormative erotica yeah. that has and it's been extremely male-centered heteronormative yeah, exactly. erotica. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like extremely yeah. it's all male-centered. House letters. It is. Yeah. So like 
when you read the classics, when you read classic literature that has erotic passages, if you read Henry Miller, like there is an immense amount of erotic material inside Henry Miller. If you read, you know, there's, there's fucking sexual love letters from great writers, which have been, you know, like published everywhere. You can get that shit at any high school library and you always could. And I did. And that shit is super heteronormative and it's super male centered. What they're really objecting to is all of a sudden there's sexually explicit and erotic material, which is available for people that are not dudes. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. Yep. That's it. Because what they want is they want girls to read about male experiences so that girls can learn how to please men. Yep. That's what they That's want. It. And then they don't want anybody else to learn anything else about who they are and what they like and how their bodies work and, and who they're the interested in. And here's the thing, man. You could have a whole library full of gay erotica. Yeah. And as a as a as a cishet guy, I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't read uh, it. It wouldn't appeal to it me. It wouldn't appeal to me. Right. And the same thing goes when I was a kid. Yeah. I would walk in and be like, yeah, man, that's not my thing. It'd be like, there's nothing for me. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be like walking to a restaurant like, that only serves anchovies like, and goat milk. Like, I'd be like, this isn't my restaurant. Like, that's cool, man. You dig all that, and that's great, but right. I don't get it, and it's not for me. I'm gonna go buy penthouse letters. Right. Or whatever. Right. You know. For me, that's what I want. And the thing is, is like that stuff isn't gone. It's still there. Yeah, right. They're just super threatened by the one or two examples. And here's the thing, like, like when you look at this paper, there's only four examples. They only listed four examples four on books. the page. Yep. They didn't list 50, 100 books. They didn't show you a whole page full of all these books yeah. that are pushing all this, like, like uh, you know, different different types of sexuality. They didn't do that at all. Yep. They, what they did was they listed four books that are available at your public library, intimating that it's at your public. Inti it's at your. They, it's they at intimate your, not only that it's there, but that the teachers are working actively, actively to force to your kids to, to watch it. And this is taking place, by the way, in a back during, amidst a backdrop. Why isn't there a uh, a front page of this newspaper that says, "Here's what's on your kid's cell phone." Yeah. Right. Can you look at the websites? Look at the websites. Your kids you can, can get on their kids. phone. Yep. You think any fucking high school kid doesn't have a cell phone? Yeah, no. And then you don't think you think what? any any high school kid doesn't know how to find porn? Right. That's what I'm saying. You know? it, like if you've got a phone, you've got access to any erotic material Anything. you want, Anything. as problematic as Anything. possible. Anything. Yeah. I want to talk about what's on the last the last couple pages here. My favorite part about this is on this page, the previous page, we're talking about what kids are reading and they're talking about all these horrible books that are available for kids and what should we do about it? And then the very next page, it says Pritzker suffo suffocates free speech. <laughs> <laughs> and then it talks about J.B. Pritzker suffocating free speech, basically talking about taking these papers off, right? So he's talking about, it's a, it's an article about these papers, right? right? It's talking yeah. about how bad these papers are. Now, this is written by a guy by the name of Steve Cordis. Now, Steve Cordis, Tom, I want to show you yeah. a very special thing. Now, uh -oh. this is Steve Cordis. Uh, Steve Cordis here. Steve Cordis is a local radio personality. Oh, my God. Um, at AM560, The Answer. Wait a minute. And wait I a want minute. You, hold on, though. I want you to read very a very specific thing. Steve Cordis, weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. That's drive time. That's good. It is. But here's what I want you to read this first sentence, Tom. Can, can I comment quickly on his face being too smooth? It really is smooth. His it's face smooth is like face. weirdly smooth. I want you to read that first update there, Tom. Update. Steve Cordis is currently on special assignment with the Trump campaign until the election in November. Steve is What serving. election? Yeah. Is it two years ago? You think they haven't updated this page in two years, Tom? Or, yeah, 
Why it must he, be? Why would he? Why, why would, would he be on assignment with Trump for the midterms? For the midterms, right? Yeah, that was that is doesn't even a, make sense. Is this a two-year-old non-update that he hasn't come back from? Oh, is that what this is? That's amazing. Is that what this is? That's because he's too playlist, busy writing for the King County Reporter. Unavailable on his <laughs> website. Is that what we're talking about here? Is that where we're at, Steve Cordis? We probably have more listeners to this show than you get on AM 560, The Answer. (laughs) But in any case, this this is Pritzker suffocates free speech. Now, this is the last page that I sent to Tom, but I want to show you what's on the final two pages of this paper. So I didn't scan these and we will post. By the way, if you're listening to this and you kind of didn't understand, you're like, I'm not really sure. We're going to post this PDF as a link in the show notes. So you'll be able to download this PDF and read this entire paper that I scanned. So you can go ahead and read it. But on the back, on the second to last page of this paper, they have Tony Danza's giant Giant head. Look at his fucking head. And the best part is that Tony Danza and Richard Marks, this is like local shit that's happening at an event, like event stuff that's happening soon. But the best part is both of these these pictures are from Wikimedia Commons. (laughs) So they took the pictures from Wikimedia. They didn't even get like, like, and, and the thing is, is, like, this is just like a local thing to show you it's a local paper. Right. Here's some local shit that's happening. They probably stole it from a local calendar yeah, exactly. and printed it word yep. from word. And on the back, the last page is a bunch of kids that go, and I don't even know if these are real people, but they're, they're listed as people who go to local, it's like the local uh, sports athlete kids yeah, or whatever. Right. And they're listed from a bunch of different papers or a bunch of different schools. And so they're listed. I don't even know if these are real people. I literally have no idea. They right. could be random people. I don't know. But they, they might have just stole these from a place, too. I don't know this. Doesn't matter. But in any case, that's the last two pages I didn't scan. But if you're interested in getting a scan of this, uh, you can go to the, this week's show notes and check it out. Um, but yeah, this is this is garbage news. This is I garbage I can't believe news. they're throwing that at it's people. It's garbage news, and it's all over the state. And it's all over the internet, too. Yeah. I mean, think of how yeah. many sites they have that all look pretty legitimate. But man, you've just got to follow those rules. And those rules are, where's the fucking ads? Yep. Where, who's paying your bill? Who's paying for this? And when there's nothing in here and there's no way for anybody to take any real action monetarily against you, you know it's going to be a Absolutely. fucking lie. Absolutely. And when nobody signs the, their name to no, the byline? Yeah, when everything's like this news service or this, there's no person. Yeah, who wrote the article? Nobody will tell you. Who knows? Trash. Who knows? Yeah, trash. it's all trash. But you have to do so much work yeah. to suss that out. Yeah. And that's what they count on. They count on they you count being on it. lazy. And like you said when we started, this is not aimed at a 25-year-old. No. A 25-year-old will throw this away because this looks like nothing to them. Yeah, really. They don't care. If if Ian saw that, he would. He couldn't even see it. It would be like a, a, a Native American yeah. trying to see a boat coming on the horizon he didn't expect yeah. in what the bleep do we know. The best part about this is, is that you can roll up a newspaper and he won't see it when you smack Swat him. Swat him on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Attention, have you or a loved one been affected by capitalism? Well, then you may be entitled to deep state election tamper. A fine internet censorship. I mean, a free and fair election. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Next Tuesday, next Tuesday, next Tuesday. Election day, live stream. 8 p.m. Central or Eastern. I, I can't remember which one of the two. Probably Central election coverage. Come see our oligarch, I mean, democracy survive by watching the stream and voting, I guess. Cognitive Dissonance presents Dumbocracy. 
in action. Like in action, but also in action. Uh, okay, how about, um, see you next Tuesday, the 8th, live, streamed on November 8th at 8 p.m. Central. At least if we're going down, we're going down together. And if you'd like to go down together, go to Adam, no, not this week, okay. So we'd like to thank our patrons, of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons, we'd like to thank our newest patrons, Trent. Nicholas, Sasha, Centerlink Stories Podcast. If you want to fix the Australian welfare system, we need to talk about we need to talk about it. Find us on Spotify and you. I imagine there's a tube that's missing there. And you, and you tubes. And people up there pledges Behros. Thank you very much for your generous donations. If you are a patron, you can listen to our latest book club podcast that we posted last week. And that book club was for Boys Will Be Boys by Clementine Ford. We read the book and talked about it. It's two extra hours of audio only available to patrons where we talk about toxic masculinity. Yeah. And so if that's your jam, if that's something you're interested in, there's a whole book that we read on the subject of toxic masculinity, and we discussed it in depth. In depth. Yeah. And, Fascinating book. And it was a great discussion. Great conversation. I think it was a really great yeah. conversation. And I think you guys should listen to it. I think, Seriously. Yeah, it's I think really good. It turned out really good. This upcoming month, we're going to be covering a book on race. Uh, it looks like White Fragility is in the lead. So we'll probably be reading White Fragility. So you can come check that out next month. That'll be November's uh, patron only release for the book club. If you're not a patron, uh, you know, you can always go become a patron at dissonancepod.com or go to patreon.com slash dissonancepod and you get extra audio every month. Would you say it's the only way to be in the club, Cecil? It's really the only way. That's it. Literally the only way. So we got a little bit of email we want to cover from several weeks back. Uh, first thing we want to cover and talk about, and I think this is super duper important, is we want to talk about vulgarity for charity. It's back. Vulgarity for charity is back. And we are doing what we did before, which is we are only taking a certain number. Uh, 100, I believe, roasts are 100 going to be- 100 randomly selected roasts, I believe? 100 randomly selected, but I believe some are also going to be selected from the top donors. So the right. top donors, if you're one of the top donors, a certain number- You go in a different pile You'll go in a different selection. pile, and those top donors will get their roasts for sure. And all the rest of them will go into a pile and we will select randomly some roasts. And uh, last year, it was great. It was over within five episodes. So we weren't running it out for a year and a half. <laughs> uh, but and, this year. And the amount of good. Hold on, real quick. The yeah. amount of good you guys did. Yeah. Uh, through Vulgarity for Charity, through your donations for those roasts. Last year, topped $400,000. Yeah. The average gift is only $700. We are helping through this program, six, seven, 800 people yeah. because of that work. That's just awesome. It's a lot it's of just people. Awesome. It's a lot of people on the margins, which is that need that help. And especially at this time of year and it's getting cold out and it's just, it's, it's super necessary for people who uh, can really fall into desperate poverty. Yeah. And yeah. it helps those people. But the Modest Needs is who we're going to be donating to. So what's going to happen is, is you're going to donate to Modest Needs. Uh, it's a minimum of $50. It starts on the 1st. So November 1st, that'll be the first day that you can donate. So this comes out on Halloween. Patrons, it'll be a little earlier, but for Halloween, this comes out. So tomorrow for the wide release, you're going to donate to modestneeds.org. You're going to take the, a copy of your receipt. It's got to be at least $50. 
You're going to send it to vulgarity for charity. That's the word, not the number at gmail.com. It's all one word, vulgarity for charity at gmail.com. You're going to send your copy or receipt and you're going to say, I would like so-and-so roasted or, and that can be a concept. It can be a person. It can be a, it can be a whole group of people. If it's a person who, you know, and not somebody who everybody knows, please send a picture of them. If they're a local politician, perhaps send a news story, a yeah. Wikipedia article for them. Detail, like you don't write a novel, but like a little bit of detail will get you a better roast. A much better roast. If you're just like, please roast my Uncle Frank, I don't know your Uncle Frank. I'm just going to make something up. Right. I'm going to say he looks like a basal lip and then I'm going to move that's on it, yeah. and that's it. And so we're, detail we're will get you a better roast. Yeah, detail is going to get you a lot better roast and we are going to be also, big news, talk to Keith at Modest Needs. There's a $100,000 match on that. That's table. just awesome. So right off the bat, we can easily take $100,000 and turn it into $200,000. We've right got to at least do bat. that. Well, that is the bare minimum. Right We've off got the to bat. beat last year. Right off the bat. I so want to beat last year. $200,000 right off the bat if we get up to $100,000. Our audience is the best audience in the world. It is the most you guys are audience in the you world. You really are. We are asking you to donate to Vulgarity for Charity. Take your pennies that you've been saving up all year. Tell us who you want to roast. Send it to Modest Needs. To, donate to ModestNeeds.org and then send it to us at Vulgarity for Charity at gmail.com detailing who you want roasted and we will put you on a list and then we're randomly selecting a hundred people. Like I say, the people who donate a lot, if you put a lot in, chances are your roast is going to be picked. The people who put in a goodly sum of money uh, and last year, I don't remember what that went down to, but a goodly sum of money will definitely get your roast. So if right. you have a lot of money you're sitting on and you think, you know what, I really want to do some good and I definitely want to roast Donald Tom to roast Donald Trump, then you can I'll have do it, it done. Tom will tear the soul out of Donald Trump <laughs> and drink it on air. I guarantee it. So come, please donate Vulgarity for Charity. Tell all your friends about it. And then listen to the podcast because we're going to have tons of special guests on and we're going to be just doing Vulgarity for Charity for you know one episode or two episodes a month for the next couple months. We got a message uh, and this is, this is from Jay. And Jay says, you know, I, I finished listening to your segment about weather controlling machines and it just feels like what the fuck? Couldn't they just poison people? Wouldn't that be easier? <laughs> right. Like he says, like, if you got all this shit, like you've got access, like wouldn't yeah. you just drop some poison in a local water treatment like, plant? What is happening? And it's so true. You and have it, to make a hurricane. And the thing is, is like dropping poison in a water treatment plant is just as indiscriminate as a hurricane. Right. <laughs> like if you are powerful and indiscriminate, like yeah. there are better ways than like better ways. whipping yourself up a quick hurricane. Better ways. Tom, we got a crazy message here. This is from Mandrake, and it's about the, the sort of slave auction stuff we we're talking about. This is crazy. They didn't elect a prom queen back in the 1980s in the South. They had something called Daisy Day. In the morning of Daisy Day, all high school girls were given a daisy, a real one. The rule is that if you spoke to a boy, you had to give him your daisy. This included saying things like, sure, when asked if they could borrow a pencil. So this could be trickier than it sounds at first. The boy who had the most daisies at the end of the day was prom king. The prom king was literally the guy who deflowered the most women. Yikes. This metaphor gets even weirder the more you look at it. It has the idea of it's dangerous to speak to boys and they will trick you. And look what happens then. You lose your flower. Wow. We might resist, but eventually they'll get you if you are not really, really careful. And then men gain status from taking daisies and women lose status. Wow, that status. metaphor is terrifying. It's 
It's terrifying, Cecil, but it's a really apt metaphor for the toxicity yeah, of it. for that like, toxicity, yeah. If you were like designing an experiment to show why this was problematic, you couldn't design a better experiment right. except for they don't do the and this and is then, problematic. And, yeah, part. and then this is problematic. They're like, no, they revel in this. Right. Instead, they're just like, yeah. and now you're prom king. Yeah. And you're like, what? Oh, yeah. We got a message, and this is okay. from Len. And Len says, Who do I consult with to see a video of adult Tom frolicking in, frolicking in a part, trying to fly a kite with no prior knowledge? This will make me join as a patron. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Tom's going to build a computer while he's flying. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We'll just, it'd be perfect. I try to catch a baseball yeah, while perfect. I'm at it. Just, we got a bunch <laughs> of images because it was many, many yeah. shows off. And this one's from Seth and it's about the Alex Jones trial. You're going to want to check it out. It's a uh, Austin Powers reference. Always welcome. Always welcome. Austin Powers reference. Then we also got another one. This one is from Seth and this is a Alex Jones and this is a Saturday Night Live reference. So check that An one out. An old one. An Chris old Saturday Farley. Night Live reference. Uh, so that was good. And then we got another one from Seth and this one is a desk reference. Us fighting over the desk. Seth is crushing. So Seth has sent another one and he sent two actually about the desk, which we are going to show. So you can check out both of those, uh, both of those uh, images that he created. Uh, Stone Banana sent the same one that Seth did, but Seth sent it first. Stone Banana, so we're going to show Seth's. Got a crazy image from Stella. There is, if this is real, I don't want to live in this world. Anymore. Uh, this is an image of Trump, and I'm going to describe it. We'll post it, but I'm going to describe it. It's Trump on a cross, and the cross at the top normally says Arini or whatever at the top. Instead, it says MAGA across the top on the ribbon. He's nailed to the cross. Nancy Pelosi is stabbing him in the side with a spear. Melania is at his feet, like uh, like the virgin Anointing mother. Anointing him with oil. The virgin mother. And What's the loincloth? The loincloth is an American flag, Tom. It's an American flag. Good God. It looks like Putin's in the background, and so is so is another dictator. That's a Kim Jong-un. Yeah, Jong Kim Jong-un, and, then and I, I don't know who the rest of them are. I can't figure out what the rest of the people are. But in any case, a bunch of people are looking on. I don't know if Putin's supposed to be good or bad in this. I don't know. And then it looks like there's another thing, but I can't really make it out. So anyway, check it out. What in the a show notes. mess. It's an absolute disaster. I would buy that, though. If I absolute... saw that, like, at a garage yeah, sale. Yeah, was a shirt. Are you kidding oh. me? Who wouldn't wear that? We got a Holly sent in this video, and I mentioned my wife freaking out about company coming over. We'll post it on this week's show notes. It's a hilarious it's video good. of someone just basically running around screaming that they have to clean the house, and it's actually super duper fun. It is great. Um, so check it out. It's on this week's show notes. And finally, we got an image, and this is from Negative Person, and they sent in an image of Ted Cruz going to the Yankees game, getting a Yankees salute. So we're going to post it on this week's show notes. Fuck you, Ted Cruz. Of course, you're going to have to check it out. Yeah, Ted Cruz is such a trash human. I really, you know, just because of Ted Cruz, I hope the Astros lose. Yeah. <laughs> just because of Ted Cruz. I don't even follow baseball. But I don't even know who the Astros just are. I just, all I want is yeah, Ted Cruz to lose. It's the Houston Astros, Tom. Okay. Yeah, you want him to lose. I want him to lose. You want him to lose. Houston loses no matter what. <laughs> Houston, it's all, it's just a big loss. It's just, just a loss. You know why it's the Houston Astros? Because they would fucking go to space to yeah. get away from Houston if they <laughs> it could. should be the Houston ass to mousetros. <laughs> all right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.